Welcome back to If Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and dungeon master, and a happy early birthday to Rachel. Or hey! uh, a late birthday, I guess, by the time this episode airs. It'll be probably a couple of days after your birthday. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but happy birthday hey! nonetheless. Happy hey! birthday, darling. Thanks, guys. Don't look at me. That's all I have. Oh, Okay, well, why are you looking at me so disappointedly? First off, yeah. I want to wish a early, late happy birthday to Rachel. Oh, thanks! <laughs> and second off, look, I know I've given you a lot of reason not to trust me, Joey, and I get that. Yeah. But I was thinking this past week, and I was like, you know, I feel like I should do like kind of a nod to Sarek. I kind of miss the cool science facts mm -hmm. that he would always drop. So I actually found a pretty neat one. And I think you might actually like it too, genuinely. Because uh, it's about light. I trust you. Well, it's about light. Because okay. you know how Sarek was always about like physics yeah. and all the light stuff. So <laughs> I found this fact that I thought was really cool. So like, you know how there's like double rainbows? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Well, there's there's like a whole bunch of kinds of rainbows. And one of them is like, they call it a deviant rainbow, but it's also called like a bad rainbow. Okay. Which I don't, have you ever heard I've of that? never heard of it. Because I've never heard of it either. And I was reading about it. I was like, wow, this is really cool. Um, so basically what happens to bad rainbows when they form, well, they actually end up going to prism, yeah. <laughs> but don't worry. It's kind of just a light <laughs> sentence and it really gives them time to reflect. Okay. <laughs> oh. That was brought to you by cat. Not me. Not me. Good job, Good job. The layers to that one. Now, now is the time that we're going to talk about what follows this campaign, which is pun talk. With Nolan. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that before we started recording today, and we decided that, you know, uh, we might not be able to move forward with ODAF. Spoiler alert, if you guys haven't checked our social media and Discord pages, you might want to do that. Um, but yeah, we decided that we would do a pun podcast, right? I think it'd be it'd be tons of pun. No! <laughs> wow. be me strapped down to a chair. Yeah, we have... Let me out! The puns are their own reword, Joey. Oh, Hi, welcome to... their own reword. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Pun Talk. This is your host and victim, Joey. <laughs> yeah, we could take, like, Shakespearean speak and break it down into all of the puns he did in every lines of his play. It's gonna be oh. great. Uh, that's how Soul Render ended up in a sort of malice of Shakespearean <laughs> puns. <laughs> so, what, do patrons just go to you? And, and give you puns to harm me with? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Pay to hear Joey get tortured every week. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'd actually get a lot of patrons for that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I hear Joey moaning, groaning, and screaming. <laughs> ah, oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Hi, it's Greg, and I play JR, and I have some actual scientific, some facts about lightning, which I was looking up. Interesting fact. Remember uh, how, a couple episodes ago when we were in the volcano and I made the rainstorm in a volcano? Mm -hmm. And you were like, that's a little weird. But actually, volcanic eruptions cause lightning. Huge amounts of it. Yeah. I found mm -hmm. that yeah. really interesting. I've seen some pictures. It's nature's scary. <laughs> Another interesting thing about lightning is in the 18th century, they thought bells warded it off. So they during lightning storms they'd have the bell runners go up and ring the bells, which is the exact opposite yeah. spot you want to be. Horrible. So I think like 103 or more bell ringers died during lightning storms. The trying to ward off lightning. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> like I'm gonna go stand on a high point with a big metal object <laughs> yeah. to ward off the lightning. Yeah, bells will have a lot of old bells will have some phrase in I think Latin that says like I chase off lightning or something similar to that. I mean, it's kind of awesome. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. Mm. Sucks for the people whose job it was. <laughs> to die but 
I kind of <laughs> want to write a story about this. Okay, guys, I'm going to sit this yeah. one out. I'm going <laughs> to be right, upstairs writing. Yeah, I'm sure the party will be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of writing, um, I'm going to pull a Jewish mother. And, you know, you all missed my birthday. And it's okay. Not you all. Like our listeners missed my birthday because, because by the time right. they listen to this, they will have missed my birthday. So um, there's really only one way to make that better. And I have a new book coming out on Tuesday. So <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug, <laughs> shameless birthday plug. I get it once it. a year. Yeah. If you like, uh, I don't know, story like Nancy Drew meets Doctor Who, both a hint of the ghost whisperer and a wrinkle of time. Go get the girl who talks to ashes because the sequel slash and, and prequel the, comes out on Tuesday. And that's the seventeenth of October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody out there, please buy Rachel's book. <laughs> <laughs> it's who, the only way to make up for missing my birthday. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's the boy who lurks in shadows. Available on Amazon. <laughs> Oh my God, okay, that's way too pluggy. <laughs> I'm unplugging the plug. An amazing read, exhilarating from start okay, to finish. You read, the, you read the whole script like a good boy. I did. <laughs> I was told what to do before I sat down. Actually, you know what's really nice? Aaron reads all of my books before they're published, I every do. single one. I a read lot them of... in slow motion because I get them like chapter or two, and yeah. then it's like a week oh, or two I goes thought by. you meant because you're illiterate. <laughs> well, you know. uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it's really nice, though, because like a lot of spouses don't necessarily. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you write books. So it's just really nice. Mm-hmm. Aaron has read all of my books. I certainly have sweet. and enjoyed every one of them. Nolan never reads anything I write. Well, Aww. it's all insults thrown at me. <laughs> <laughs> Your hate letters. Yeah. <laughs> I send him so much hate mail. He just leaves them on red. <laughs> uh, just an interesting fact that this year, Rachel's birthday is on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Oh, how cool. It was on Friday the 13th. Oops. <laughs> it was. <clears throat> Missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Doing anything spooky for it? Um, Gosh, I should think about that. That would be fun. We should go to like a haunted house or something. Yeah, terrifying. we talked about doing something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I will try. A nice try. dinner followed by being chased by people in costumes in a dark place. <laughs> yeah, chainsaws. Yeah. The usual. The usual. Yeah. Usually follows a nice dinner. <laughs> I shouldn't have eaten so much. I feel sick. <laughs> uh, hi, this is Aaron. I play Finian the Elf. And uh, I think I've said my... I've said what I needed to say already. (laughs) I've talked enough. I've talked enough. It's time to get this episode rolling, guys. Um, In honor of the new podcast we'll be doing about puns. No, we're not doing this. (laughs) I would like to make some punny jokes about toast instead of actually giving a toast. You ready for this? No. How does the bread court his sweetheart with lots of flowers? (laughs) Flowers, F L O U R S. What did the toast say to the psychic? You bred my mind. Wow. <laughs> what did one slice of bread say to another after a long day? Don't worry. Tomorrow will be butter. <laughs> I, I think jo- looks furious. Joey's quiet because he's having a seizure and just evacuated his bowels. Uh, Joey, table. Why are you riding more health on the enemy? <laughs> what is the baker's favorite TV show? The Walking Bread. Wow, that's oh. good. Huh. Cheers, Joey, don't kill me. <laughs> I'll choose to that all day. <laughs> Cheers. Guys, if you'd like to sign the petition for Joey to not kill Tana, please head over to our Discord. I'm going to need it a minute. It is free and open to the public. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.
I just saw him add a zero onto whatever that HP was. <laughs> <laughs> All enemies will auto-target Tana now. Whole combat. It was nice knowing you guys. It was nice knowing you guys. Worth it. Hey, Joey. Yes. What is a loaf no! of <laughs> <laughs> bread say when breaking up with his girlfriend? <laughs> you deserve butter. Wow. Wow. <laughs> This isn't a toast, it's torture. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> Chapter 57, Threads of Fate. As you step off the ship and onto the rocky base of the mountain island, Deadbeat Dick gives you a nod of good luck. Intriguingly, the Imperial fleet has held back, refraining from any pursuit. Perhaps with her father dead, the Empress has called off the chase. But whatever the case, you don't have the luxury of pondering it. As Valir urgently reminds you, time is of the essence. As you all press on, ascending the treacherous slopes of Mount Thruma, Sadiq grimaces, clutching a bleeding wound at his side. Edgar casts him a brief glance. Bind your wounds and keep moving. Sadiq nods, his face set in a mask of determination. Ah, yes. There is still more to do before I see Malice. He quickly tears a strip from his rain-soaked robes and tightly binds it around his wound, not missing a step as you all continue your relentless climb. If you need to do any healing or preparing, now is your chance. Uh, I'm going to look over to Sadiq. I mean, like, that that kind of hit. Like, a, that was sad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look over him in a really reassuring tone. City, listen, man, I don't think that's where you're headed. Not anymore. This last stretch of redemption. Uh, well, first off, you're kind of planning for death, and let's not do that. <laughs> and secondly, I don't know, man, you might you might end up in tenacity, if anything. It is a possibility. However, a last stretch of redemption, as you put it, is not enough to erase a lifetime of atrocity. That's, it is all right, Modus. I have accepted my punishment. It only stands to Logal to make this decision for you. We cannot know Logal's mind in this, so do not lose hope. Indeed. Ironic, then, that we are working to balance Logal. It seems any chance of me being missorted is undone by our actions here. But, as I said, I have accepted my fate. I just hope that I can help you all before I see Lagal. You guys are walking too fast. I'm so <laughs> tired. I don't know why I'm so tired. Do you still have gills? Gosh, I don't know. It was 24 oh. hours, so yeah. <clears throat> Oh, is that what you said? Yeah, it's 24 yeah. hours. You can still breathe underwater. That's awkward as I finger the side of my neck. Okay. <laughs> save, your, save your energy. There's still a fight ahead of us. I literally have a level of exhaustion that you don't have. And because I don't know how to play D&D, I don't know how to get rid of it. Edgar will put a comforting hand on your shoulder oh, hi. and cleanse you. <laughs> And cleanse you of your level of exhaustion. Wow, that was really oh, hot. I got to save my fifth level spell. I only have one left. So that's good. Thanks, Edgar. <laughs> he nods. Yes, we have to keep moving. <clears throat> As we're walking, I'm, uh, uh, I'm going to look to Finian. Did you just say you're almost out of spells? Um, I have some left. Um, hey, guys. While we're still walking, of course, we should probably do a little powwow and... How are we going to win? <laughs> Maybe take like an hour long power. <laughs> um. It may be best to take a quick rest and I can assess everyone's injuries. 
I don't think we have time for that, says the one person who gets absolutely nothing from a short rest. <laughs> I think we really need to go. Yes, every hour we waste is an hour the enemy has to prepare. Yeah, I really don't feel like giving any of them four hours to prepare. I think we just need to go. Oh, it's go. just at one hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need a long rest. Yeah. We need a short rest. Yep. Don't look at me. If you guys choose to wait an hour, that's your call. Okay, this might be a bad idea. I think Joey's prepared for While this. While we're walking, <laughs> I assess the injuries of my comrades the best I can without stopping. Great. How do you all look? Not good. I don't know. <laughs> I have half my health. I do have some spells left. And I'm, I'm doing okay. Doing okay. S Sadiq and Edgar look pretty wounded. Volier, it's really hard to tell because his, he's a shapeshifter. So any wounds he took, he heals over. Right. Um, but he, he's kind of dragging his feet. Yeah. He I seems think sluggish. Let's yeah. get them as healthy as we can. We do have, um, I mean, we do have a pig. That has a lot of healing potions. He has six, yeah. and I have another nine. Yeah, let's let's all heal up to full health. And I guess yeah. I'm going to give at least a couple each to Edgar and Volier. Okay. I'm going to shotgun some health potions. All right. <laughs> let's all take the next <laughs> ten minutes to roll a bunch of health potions. <laughs> so I've given four out of my stash total to Volier and Edgar, and then Dergus had four left. Okay, so I have four. He has four. I'll uh, take two off of Dergus. Okay, you take two off Dergus. This was really helpful. <laughs> they are looking a lot better. I'm actually up to full health. Oh, good. I loaded up on health potions last time we were in town. Yes, smart. Mm -hmm. You got some super fancy ones, too, if I remember. I did. Well, I haven't used it yet, but I still do have one superior Ooh. healing potion. I'm one HP short. Can I have another greater <laughs> from the one HP? Edgar can technically give you one HP. Oh yeah, lay on hands or whatever yeah. it is. Touch me, Edgar. <laughs> Edgar will touch you, healing you for one HP. Where does Mo, he touch him? Mo blushes. That's that's between us, gentlemen. <laughs> I almost did a spit take. <laughs> That's a private matter between two consenting adult males. <laughs> he actually mm. probably just ruffles your hair like you're a kid. And all of a sudden my hair's perfect yeah. like his. <laughs> I, I trigger my symbiotic entity. Gross. As you ascend the jagged face of Mount Thruma, each step feels heavier than the last. A wall of rain and gusts of wind assail you from all sides, as if the very storm that per perpetually engulfs this ocean peak seeks to bar your passage. After what feels like forever, you finally pull yourselves up onto a wide plateau near the peak of the mountain. You catch your breath only for you to gasp. You're not alone. Spread before you is a small army of gathering storm members, most of them Asimar, of course. Many are focused on a spell that seems to tug at the very heart of the mountain, while the rest are poised between you and the casters, ready to defend against you. At the center of it all levitates the hegemon, some 20 feet up. Covered in colorful robes and a featureless white mask, they oversee the ritual with an air of impassive finality. The raindrops don't even touch them. Oh. That's lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and here... At the edge of the plateau, among the defenders, stands Ravi. Her tired, bloodshot eyes find yours immediately, especially JR's, as if she had been waiting for this moment. 
She steps forward, her eyes never leaving JR. So many lives were destined to flourish in the wake of your path. Now all I see is ruin. I put my every hope in you, and you repaid me by burning down the world. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> From a certain point of view. Hi, Robbie. You're uh, looking a little tired. She pulls out uh, her deck of cards, the Oracle deck, and opens it, and the cards begin floating around her in the rain. Oh, oh she's mad. You may not wield the sword in every conflict, but your name will be etched in every blade. Do you hear it, Jacob? The distant drums of wars yet to come, all fought in your name. If you live, many will die. The hegemon levitates towards the group. Sadiq calls up to the being, desperate. I do not wish to harm you or anyone else. Please stand down. Effortlessly, without incantation nor somatic hand gestures, the hegemon ignores Sadiq's call and unleashes a spell. A swirling vortex of arcane energy forms at the center of the party, forcing each of you to make a DC 21 strength save. Oh, Jesus. Uh, who's not very good at strength? Uh, you Me. are all Me. near Edgar, so you have plus four to your saves. Ah. Uh, I know Sadiq's not good at strength, so I'm going to give him 18. So I saw this coming. and Yeah, you push him out of yeah, the way. Yeah, push him out of the Great. way. Okay, that uh, with Edgar's plus four, he succeeds. Ooh, and I got a nat 20. <laughs> oh, I got a nat 20. Who failed? I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, the three of you who failed. So Sadiq, Edgar, and Valier all succeeded. Um, Sadiq, because of JR's intervention. Those of you who passed... Take 27 force damage. Those who fail take 55 force damage, and you are pulled into the center of this singularity and restrained there. Did you just say 55? Yes. I need everyone to roll initiative. God, I wish I had more more high rolls for you guys. I'm sorry. Because I had a 13, I was like, that could save one person. I had a Sadiq is a really good choice because he's yeah. here to help counter yeah. the hegemon as much as he can. And I was like, easy. Smoled and you still failed? Oh. <laughs> Finian, initiative. Nine. Or, sorry, 11. No? I got a cool 19. That was cool. JR? I got a seven. And Tana? Nine. And I had to already use my superior healing potion. <laughs> and I'm grumpy. Yeah, it makes sense. And covered in rain. But ba- at least I have gills. <laughs> <laughs> you can breathe in the rain. No, oh, that's awkward feeling. <laughs> well, is uh, the bond still here with Edgar and me? Uh, it he is still half? here. Okay. So he is taking half of your, your stuff. Wow. Well, that saves some HP. The Gathering Storm members, the ones who seem poised to attack, they were ready for you. They will do so. Uh, So how this will work is I will roll one singular attack for the masses um, and roll against all of your armor saves. Can we add our armor saves together? Like all of our AC together? Why not? Um, (laughs) So they miss those who are not stuck in the singularity. However, they have advantage against those who are and they hit for 17 damage of various types. They're attacking you in a whole whole bunch of ways. Okay, now 
Each round, the Gathering Storm Mages will roll a d20 and add it to their running total. They get a plus 5 to this if the Hegemon is still alive. At 100, their spell succeeds, whatever that spell is. For their first roll, they roll a nat 20. So they add 25 what? to the Wow, they're coming out of Not the gate swinging. So their spell gains 25 towards the 100. Wow. So as the spell begins to activate, a vortex of fiery red sigils appear, encircling the mountain like an arcane prison. From these symbols, 10 spectral chains run towards the mountain's core. Yet, as you watch, two of these chains splinter and disintegrate into motes of light, and it dawns on you. The mages aren't forging these bonds, they're shattering them, one by one, to free their demigod that slumbers deep within the mountain. Oh, this is not going to be good. Mo, it's your turn. Okay, well... (laughs) Before I had a chance to blink, I went from healthy to real not healthy. <laughs> so I'm going to use a bonus action to drink one of my potions from my little grab bag. Uh, you said there's there six left. Six right? left. All right. I'm, uh, I rolled a four on a d6. This is the potion of tricky mimicry from Allie. Ooh, Weirdly, okay. the vial has a picture of Imigoth and Finian on it, both giving a thumbs up. within the next minute you can use your action to copy any spell or attack you've seen using their attack bonus damage etc after copying you need to pass a dc 15 intelligence save or become momentarily confused about who you really are during your following turn whoa that's cool uh, any attack. Yep. Does this and you can spells? Yes, and you can Whoa. use it at, at once during the next minute. Okay, okay, awesome. That is a really cool potion. Uh, <laughs> yes. I also get some healing with it? Yeah, it's a minor healing potion. Okay, cool. Okay, so I gain... Uh, I gain eight, which kind of helps. Do I get the vibe that if I like go over and start punching some of these mages, they might get distracted? You get the vibe that the ones casting the spell are being defended by the ones who aren't. Okay. So you'll have to go through those to get to the casters. You're also stuck. You're restrained by this black hole thing. Oh, right, right. Can I, is there, am I able to escape it using an action? Yes. Or, uh, okay. You can use an action to make athletics. I think that's what I'm going to have to do because I'm not so good just kind of standing here. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to try and break out of this gravity. I rolled in that one. Uh, oh. Wow. Uh, that becomes an 18 from Linda. Oh, nice Linda, save, thank Linda. you. Oh, wow. Okay. So that turns into an 18. I actually end up getting a 24. That's enough. That's higher than the DC 21. Okay. Oh, wow. So I am <laughs> going to immediately split myself from this little gravity well. Yep. Uh, and... I don't want to run through the crowd because they're going to punch me <laughs> so hard. Um, I I don't know what to do here because the hegemon's floating, right? Yes. 20 feet up. I can't reach that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's what I'm going to do, Jay. I'm going to use a key point for my reaction to dodge. So they'll have disadvantage attacking me. Next okay, turn. cool. Finian, it is your turn. Um. I take a quick assessment of my party members. Uh, who looks the most damaged by that initial attack? I'm pretty damaged. Uh, yeah, I'm also pretty damaged. <laughs> I had a supreme healing potion, though, so I'm okay. What do you... I'm just curious. 
48 after I'm at that. 30. Yeah, yeah. You've, <laughs> you've got more ouchies uh, than me. Actually, that might be true, but I they have it's disadvantage like attacking me. I'm going to cast my life transference spell. So, That's just a to cool explain spell. that spell, I'll take 4d8 damage, necprotic damage, and you will take 8d8 healing. What? Wow. Go ahead and roll That's your healing. That's amazing. Thank you. I and also, I, met, I said supreme earlier, but it was superior because yeah. who can afford a supreme <laughs> healing spell? And, and then uh, who's the nearest enemy to me? You guys are surrounded <laughs> by gathering storm members. Okay. So I'm going to send my spreading spores off onto one of them. Ow. Yeah. It will also still always hold a special place in my heart. Instead of saying you gain health, he <laughs> says you take health. <laughs> well, in this take case, ADHD. in this case, she's actually taking health yeah, from Finian. Okay, so they'll make a con save. Mm -hmm. uh, they fail. Okay, for five points. Unfortunately, oh, since many of these are ASMR and they resist necrotic damage, as do I, except with that one spell. It cannot be reduced by any means. I still take 48, even though right, I am from resistant life. necrotic and I'm wearing armor that resists necrotic gun <laughs> Tana. Can I misty step out of this black hole? Yes, you can. Cool, nice. I'm going to misty That's step out of this black hole. Perfect use of that spell. <laughs> yep. Um, where's Ravi? Uh, Ravi is nearby. She's She has emerged from the throng of gathering storm members, and she is focused on JR. Okay, so I'm going to misty step over to Ravi. Okay. Um, God, I guess I'm going to try and talk to her. Um, so I'm going to run up to Ravi and I'm going to grab her robes and I'm going to try and make her look at me yeah. instead of JR. Grab her by the red scarf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Ravi, please stop. We are not your enemy and you're not our enemy. We can, we can work through this. We can fix this. You've shattered a destiny centuries in the making. No, it's not about destiny. It's about choice. You need to see that. Not everything is written in stone. We can fix this. There's not one path to the right move, okay? There are different diverging paths, and we took one and you took the other. That doesn't make us enemies. I need you to roll an insight check for me. Oh, not persuasion? Okay, let's see. Yeah. Oh, not. hey, awesome. My insight's actually good. Mm, not that good. Uh, 17? You have known Ravi for most of your life. Yeah, she was like a mother to me. There's something behind her eyes that is unnatural. And you remember that when JR pulled from the deck of many things, someone in the world was magically compelled to be hostile towards him. I asked the patrons who that person would be, and they almost unanimously agreed on Ravi. Wow, that's cold. Tell the girl who doesn't know D&D very well, how do I fix it? Do I shake her really hard? <laughs> uh, Splash the, some water in her face? Yeah, that'll what? do it. No, uh, the card specifies that nothing short of a wish spell can stop this what is hostility. A, wish spell? a level nine spell. Let so, us have level nine spells. Well, correct. Oh. When you say this to Ravi, there's a glimmer of understanding that is immediately squashed by the magic compulsion of this card. And you know that this is beyond your power. Can can this bish hurt my buddy? <laughs> like, where are we at? Is she going to take him down? Uh, make an arcana check for me. 
That would be a nat one. <laughs> you, that would be a nat you one. You know Ravi is a trait captain. Cool. You have never seen her fight before. Though okay. there are a bunch of cards swirling around her, but you're not sure what that means. Cool. I tried, JR. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it is her turn. So we're, we're about to see what she's capable oh, of. Oh, fun. I was really scared. Everybody, I watched him just open the deck of many things. So <laughs> this is not the deck of many things. I mean, physically it is. This okay. is her oracle deck. Okay. The same one she used to tell your futures, your fates. So every turn, Ravi pulls a card at random, and that will dictate what happens. Wow. Fun. She's letting fate decide. Ah. Nolan, would you like to choose? Well, Greg is glaring at me. This is just too cool. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> We're going to go with this one. Ruin. Wow. She just said ruin. She... Great. So, <laughs> Thanks, Olin. Oh, oh, she shit. plucks a card out of air and reveals it to JR. It is ruin. You lose any temporary hit points you have, take 17 necrotic damage, and lose your highest spell slot. Oh, Jesus! Uh, I, I don't have a spell slot. Ha! Warlocks don't technically have the highest spell slot. I—it's something totally different. Oh, hmm, <laughs> you're—you know what? I'll buy it. Sure. You don't have any normal spell slots left. No, I'm all out. Okay, great. All spells I can cast come from magic. Hey, items. way to great. be wasteful! Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Oh, wait, wait, Joey. Inter intervention yes. time. I can copy this. If you would like to use your action, you can copy this. I'm hitting the hegemon with that. <laughs> oh, you... shit. JR, it's your turn. Okay, I am going to shoot my lightning draconic blast at her. Uh, she makes a deck save. Wow. Uh, she fails. Okay, she will take 13 lightning damage and then make a con save as I'm going to use one of my uh, empowering abilities on it to hopefully stun her. <laughs> wow, not 20 on the con save. Okay, so she's not stunned. But she did take the damage. Yeah. I don't want her drawing a card that's going to affect everyone, so I'm going to take off into the storm above and <sighs> fight her great. in my element. Um, Edgar will watch you take off into the sky, and then he'll level his great sword at Ravi. You may mean a great deal to my brother, but to me, you're just another cultist. Damn. And he will charge at her and attack twice. She dodges the first attack using her, her foresight. She knew what he was going to do, but the second still hits for 16 slashing and five radiant. Don't use radiant. She resists that radiant, <laughs> at least. It is Sadiq's turn. He looks up to the hegemon. So be it. I may fall, but not here. It won't be by your hand. Sadiq uses sensory deprivation, dampening the hegemon's senses, imposing disadvantage on their next spell, or giving you all advantage against the spell, depending on what the spell is. And it is now the hegemon's turn. For the first time you've ever heard, the hegemon speaks. Their voice the sound of a cacophony. You were Yet you choose death? Very well. You shall have it. Rays of crackling dark energy streak towards each of you. Uh, the attack has disadvantage from Sadiq. And the attack gets a three against Tana from Ali and a six against Finian, also from Ali. So it misses the two of you. 
And because of the disadvantage, the hegemon rolled only a 17. So I believe that misses you, JR? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you guys, thank you so much. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So if it misses, we don't take half. It's yeah, just it just okay. misses. Mo, take 42 necrotic damage and are unable to heal while this necrotic energy persists. You find that just like the black hole, it remains as if the hegemon has imbued life into it. Speaking of the black hole, it will attack again, trying to suck in those around it back in. So I believe at this point it's just... Finian and Sadiq who are still around. Volier has gotten lost in the sauce. He's somewhere <laughs> amid the He's somewhere amid the, the gathering storm members. So Finian, make make a strength save against the vortex. Failed. I need you to take fifty-eight force damage. What? Sadiq also fails taking that damage. Oh. All of the Gathering Storm members will attack, having disadvantage against Mo. They I miss. don't know anymore because I'm down. <laughs> ah. Uh, they still miss, actually. Okay. They rolled a three. They miss all of you. They aren't attacking JR because you're up in the sky. And, of course, I will roll another 20 for their ritual. They roll a four. So this is a nine with the Hedgeman's help. As an, another shackle breaks, you see... You feel Thogoth stirring for the first time. The storm clouds above swirl more violently. Torrential rain has begun to pour down, just flooding the area. The deluge makes the terrain difficult to traverse, cutting movement speed and visibility in half. Mo, it's your turn. All right, here we go. Uh, Death save time. Your first death save is an 11 from Vic. Oh, thank you, Vic. Um... As I'm on the ground in a daze, uh, I guess I got hit so hard I didn't even realize I'm down, but man, a memory just comes smacking back into my brain of of picking apples with red and, you know, we're supposed to be working hard, but we end up having a food fight with the apples <laughs> and it was just a, it was just a moment where we got to be essentially kids instead of, well, quote unquote monks. Yeah. <laughs> Finian. I'm going to get myself out of this vortex yeah. that I'm sucked into. I'm going to Misty step out. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm pretty beat up, but I see Mo and he's on the ground. So I'm going to run over to him and uh, see if I can't administer first aid. Were you you were hit by the beam? Yep. I can't heal. So, so he, he can't, can't be heal. healed. Right. <laughs> oh, Mo's dead. He did <laughs> one too many puns. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I do a medicine check to see if I can't stabilize him. Go ahead. It's like a 19. Mo, you're stable. So you're not conscious, but you're no longer making death saves. Okay, okay. So then my uh, necrotic damage cube is still swirling okay. around. Go ahead and uh, roll and damage. And it does nine points of nine necrotic more. damage. <clears throat> okay. Tana. <sighs> okay, I'm about to do some damage. I'm, I'm going to cast... Firestorm above the gathering storm and the hegemon, but I'm yeah. going to turn the damage into lightning. Yeah, so, cool. So, JR, I think you're standing over there, but I'm pretty sure you're resistant to lightning. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Let's go. That's a lot of That's dice. That's a lot of dice. I'll make my deck save. <laughs> oh, well, I succeeded. Okay, so they all need to make deck saves. 
I'm also going to... Wow, they all fail, even the Hatcherman. Wow, because that's amazing, because I'm bending fate a little bit to change a couple of these dice rolls. <laughs> They're all going to take 53 lightning damage. Oh, my God. Um, I have to assume that that's increased in water, though. It is a massive amount of damage. You are uh, wiping out dozens of these gathering storm members. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> So I actually do damage. feel really bad. Like, it didn't need to go this way. It's Ravi's turn. Nolan, you want to pick? No, you I picked a bad decide, one. Greg pick. You wanna, Greg, do you want to decide your own fate? Can you mm -hmm. reach? I have to ask because the hegemon was caught in it. Um, and I have to assume that black hole was kind of a concentration spell. So I think Sadiq you, is still caught in it, right? Wait, you're right. Uh, the hegemon will make a concentration save. Uh, and just pass. Oh, sorry, Sadiq. <laughs> uh, okay. You pulled Knight. A spectral knight appears to protect Ravi for one round. Jeez. When summoned, it makes an attack. It'll attack JR, of course. Ravi will use her ASMR wings to fly up to meet you. So your plan did work. Uh, the knight hits for 11 radiant damage. Not bad. And for the round, it will protect Ravi, so she'll gain resistance to all damage this round. She Ooh. has her own anger this round. JR, it's your turn. So now that she's up there, I will I will disappear into the, the dark storm cloud. And as you see my my like human form disappear into the cloud as a shadow, it'll come back as a dragon form as I change into a dragon. Ooh, okay. And my claw will drop down upon her as I drop from the sky and attack. Her AC is 19. Not because she's wearing armor, but because she's she knows the future. Fair. I will swing down with my uh, one of my claws, which each claw looks like my sword has fused into a claw. Ooh. You have a bunch of lightning yep. rods. So my sword is my claws now. Uh, I hit both times for 25 slashing, 14 lightning. And then as my bonus action, my other claw will slash. That's and that 20s. Wow. <laughs> Ow. Okay. It's a little less damage, but it still hurts for 13 slashing on that one and one lightning. She's not looking good, JR. Oh. It's Edgar's turn. Um, Edgar lost his target in Ravi. She flew away. So he's going to run into the fray and start hacking at cultists. It is Sadiq's turn. He will send out distracting whispers into the hegemon's mind, causing them to lose concentration on all of their maintained spells. So this includes the anti-healing spell and the black hole. So both of those are now gone. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. We got to heal. I almost said Nolan. <laughs> we got to heal Mo. I'm on it. It is the Hedgeman's turn. They will imbue their cultists with raw magical energy. So the Gathering Storm members have advantage on all attacks and saving throws and do additional damage with their attacks. Ooh. And it's their turn. They will attack. Uh, with advantage, they hit everyone, except for JR, because you're in the sky dealing 25 damage to each of you. Pickles! <laughs> pickles, 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 yes. pickles! You gain resistance to this. <laughs> uh, so, 
Joey, I'm going to assume that that unstabilizes Unfortunately, you. <laughs> oh. yeah. When I'm stable, do I go to zero or do I still have the negative health? You're a zero. Okay, so negative 25. Another two chains snap, fading into the rain. As Thogoth grows closer to waking, arcs of electrical energy surge down from the dark clouds, targeting random creatures on the battlefield. Everyone, including enemies, need to roll a d20. On a five or less, you're struck by lightning. If you're flying or wearing heavy armor, you're hit on a ten or less instead. I passed. Well, Finian passed. In fact, now I now I am immune to lightning damage. Oh, great. It is lightning damage, so you're fine. Um, Edgar and the Gathering Storm group will fail. Uh, the Hedgeman is fine, ironically, given they're flying. Uh, did anyone else fail? No. Nope, I got a 10. No? Um, I'm unstable again. <laughs> I mean, so. you've always been unstable, but... <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult coming from Tamina. Mm. <laughs> yes. Interesting. All right, here we go. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Okay, I rolled a seventeen, so I pass. Does do I already have one? No, no. I I drop back to zero successes. You have right? two successes because okay. you never stood up. Okay, perfect. So I pass. Um, and I guess yeah. This time, man, I, I've just been being pummeled, so I'm being pushed all around in my mind, and. I'm just getting memories of, like, the few times we actually got apple pie with the family. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's because of the lightning or what, but I can actually taste the apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> Between that and your still silver tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Finian, it's your turn. Okay. So, I am standing next to Mo uh, As a bonus action, uh, I'm going to administer a potion to Mo. Oh, thank you, thank you. Get a greater healing. Whew. And upon your awakening, I assume you'll be awake, I say, if you survive, heal me. I'll give you the most confused thumbs up you've ever seen. And then you see me reach into my robe and I pull out a scroll and I start to read it in a deep, gravelly voice. Well, do you have oh any other God, voice? Oh my God, I go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other voice? <laughs> it's more like this. Whoa. But it's in Draconic. And you hear a bunch of Draconic, and then the word Atur is interspersed in that a couple oh, of what? times. The wind above you changes as a solid black disc forms just below the cloud line. Oh, shit. The scent of rot and decay wafts out of it, overpowering the smells of rain. And then with a mighty roar, a black dragon missing his front right arm bursts from the disc <gasps> from the portal. What? Mouth agape, he wastes no time unleashing a torrent of acid breath on the gathering storm members, annihilating Everyone it passes through. Oh, wow. Shit. He deals 60 acid damage. That to was the group. amazing. Wow. Uh, that was so cool. There are very few fighty gathering storm members left. There's like two people. The rest are the ones casting the spell. Wow. Tana, it's your turn. I'm so ready for this. Okay. This hegemon needs to go down. So I'm going to call on my emotional support demon Kriv. Mm -hmm. I'm going to open up a portal to pandemonium in the sky beside the hegemon where Kriv's yucky black tentacles will come out <laughs> and grapple the hegemon who will have to make a strength save 
but I'm going to force disadvantage on that strength Ooh. save. With disadvantage, the hegemon fails. As they're grappled by my emotional support demon, I will cast Disintegrate for 48 plus 40 yeah. plus 12 from my amulet for oh. 100. Ooh, exactly 100 damage. 100 wow. damage. damage. Oh my goodness. I'm glad I healed you earlier. Thank you. You came in useful. <laughs> The Hegemon will lose concentration on the spell enhancing the Gathering Storm members and is now restrained by these slimy, ropey black tentacles. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> and probably their HP isn't looking too great. That was a lot of damage. Ravi flies closer to JR, yelling over the rain and the thunder. I've seen what your life becomes, Jacob. The longer you live, the darker the world gets. Do you want to be the clouds that blot out the sun? And she'll pull another card. Does it mean that I'm making Greg pull yes. his own <laughs> Over and over again, yeah. Balance. You say balance? Yep, balance. What's your HP, Greg? 67. Well, her HP is four. So what oh. balance does is you guys sum up your HP and then divide it equally amongst yourselves. Wow. So you said 67. Mm -hmm. So the total is 71. So you both go to 35. Oh. JR, it's your turn. Donna, can you release the hedgeman? You'll know the exact moment when to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I can. And I'll turn to Ravi. Ravi, that's the future you saw. You only see fate. I bend it to my will. Ooh. And I'm going to try and grapple Ravi. And I am going to give her a nat one by burning two <laughs> of my okay. dice. Wow. She passing that one. And as she's grappled in my dragon claws, I'm going to fly over the hedgeman and drop. Free fall on top. <laughs> You're going to belly flop on the hedgeman? Yep. Okay. We're all going plummeting towards With the ground. With Ravi in tow? Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm yeah, going to let out. I'm going to let out a sharp whistle and Kriv's tentacles will retreat back into the inky blackness. He'll pull uh, a little bit of the hegemon's soul with him. I mean, he's <laughs> hungry. I get it. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, okay, what? What would this would look like is the hegemon looks up after the tentacles release mm -hmm. and there's a full grown blue dragon dropping on top of, <laughs> of their head with Ravi and one of the claws how free falling. Uh, how far up did you start <laughs> when you dropped? 80 feet. Okay. Wow. So you, Ravi, and the Hegemon will all take 26 fall damage wow. as wow. you slam into the ground beneath you. I'm but surprised it's wait, only 26. Wouldn't, wouldn't the Hegemon also take damage from being underneath a blue dragon? Yeah, I would the argue. The I think it equals him. out because yeah. the Hegemon's only 20 feet up. Right, right. So I think the rest of the damage comes from the dragon slapping. Except in real non D and D life, be smooth. Oh, yeah. Underneath Jr.'s big scaly blue butt. <laughs> Is it when you grapple, you still get one attack because an attack counts as a grapple? Yes. Yeah, okay, so can... I will use uh, my other claw. Will strike Ravi trying to knock her out. Okay. It'll just be like I guess a fist and bonk You're her just on the head, <laughs> <laughs> like a cartoon. Yep. Ooh, not good. Go oh wait, I have advantage for restraint? Yes. Not that's not Nat 20? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so I guess I bonk her for 19 
bludgeoning damage. You successfully knock Ravi unconscious. All of the cards that were that were floating down to catch up with her just fall to the ground. Edgar rushes over to make sure you're okay. Are you okay? I'm at nine HP. Oh my god. <laughs> he will use lay on hands and heal you for sixty. Jesus. Oh, now I'm at 69. Thanks, brother. <laughs> <laughs> He'll Bro, high five you. Like, nice. <laughs> yeah. Fist bump. <laughs> Edgar is not looking good. Uh, Sadiq will use mental fortitude, granting the party a burst of willpower. Each of you gains 30 temporary hit points. Oh, oh wow. That's the highest HP I've ever had. Ever. <laughs> the Hegemon will squeeze out from under the adult blue dragon. Yeah, <laughs> And though you can't see their face, parts of the mask have disintegrated from Tana's spell, uh, but you can still tell by their body language that they are frustrated. <laughs> uh, no one has ever dropped a dragon on the ruler of dragons. <laughs> this is wow. so not okay. With a slight wave of the hand, the hegemon manipulates the flow of time, granting themselves and their allies an extra action this round. Oh, no. With their second action, the hegemon draws on the souls of everyone nearby. I need each of you to make a DC 21 con save. Uh, Finian, your con save is a 17 from Malpomene. I pass. Jesus. Okay, okay. I fail with a now. I got a two. Those of you who fail take 36 necrotic damage, well, and I the did. hegemon gains life equal to the amount lost this way. Wow. As they're drawing on your life energy and absorbing it. This kills Edgar. What? Oh. What? With a labored breath, Edgar will lock eyes with you, JR. As you're, you're laying on the ground ne nearby him, there's a glimmer of peace piercing the pain in his eyes. I vow to protect the weak. You are no longer, you no longer need my protection. Carry on, brother, and be the light I can no longer be. Always protect. And with that, his eyes close. No. A final exhale carrying his spirit into the night. He was taking so much damage on your behalf. Wow. He didn't have to. But I am going to let out the shrillest, angriest scream. He was so good looking. <laughs> and I'm going to concentrate all of my fury and hellish rebuke on this little twat with the stupid mask. <laughs> Seriously, that's so not cool. Uh, the hegemon will make a deck save against your spell and fail. Apparently they are really bad at making saves. Awesome, take 21. Ooh. Tana is furious and hates your guts damage. Also, it's black. Tana is furious and hates your guts damage because that would also trigger chaos for my last spell. Would you Ooh. like to roll on the chaos table? Yeah, I hope this one hurts. I'm I'm really upset about Edgar. 55. Oh, uh, you all, as always, you get to roll twice and pick. I want to know what 55 is first. <laughs> okay. Uh, 55. Creatures of your choice within 60 feet feel their souls ignite with inspiration and zeal. They gain 86 temporary hit points and gain advantage on all attacks and saving throws wow. while they have those temporary hit points. Um, 50. 
you suddenly realize that you are nothing more than a fictional character in a game played by other creatures oh in a completely god. different plane of existence. <laughs> oh my god. Which would cause you to be stunned for a turn while you're having this ex existential I don't, crisis. I don't think Tana will be able to handle that right yeah. now. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and, and choose the first one, and I'm going to give it to all of my allies. Perfect. Hmm. Uh... Would you like to roll the 8d6? Yeah. Yeah. 37. Nice. Wow. Do you include a tour in this? Absolutely, okay. I do. The two remaining gathering storm dudes who are still fighting will attack. They hit all of you for six damage. Ooh. Owie. The casters will roll twice on their ritual because of the Hegemon's time dilation. The first one is a 14, so that becomes a 19. And the second one is a not one, so that becomes a six. <sighs> Two more chains shouter, unleashing a deafening clap of thunder, so loud that it seems as though the heavens themselves are breaking. Everyone must pass a DC 22 con save. Jeez. Who, uh, Edgar's dead? No. Yeah, Edgar is no longer here. You don't get his aura of protection. Uh. I guess I do in spirit, though, because I got a nat 20. Even Ooh. in death, Ooh. that good-looking bloke Wait. is taking care of me. <laughs> Did you say we get an advantage in everything, including saving throws? Yes. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Yes! I just made it <laughs> on the second roll. I went for I a failed 18 plus save. four, 22. <laughs> everyone, can everyone pass? Yeah. yeah. You, you only That's take incredible. 13 thunder damage, and there are no other effects. Sweet. Uh, Sadiq also passed, interestingly. Mo. Okay. I'm finally up. Uh, I know we just got all that temp HP, but I'm still going to go ahead and follow Finian's orders. He said to heal him. So I'm going to pull into my... I'm going to pull a... You don't need to do that. No, I think no, he no, said... I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. If I, survived, <laughs> I wasn't sure I was going to survive if I didn't right, take an action right. to heal myself. I was pretty bad off. Uh, following Finian's orders, I'm going to reach into my little grab bag of potions. And I'm going to use it. my bonus action to give Finian one of the five remaining potions. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Aww. It does heal 2d4 plus 2, so you get that plus... Let's see. 2d4 plus 2 plus. Uh, and then I rolled a 4 on the remaining 5. I think this was specifically targeted at Nolan. So it's funny that you're giving this to him. Hmm. Oh. This unlabeled potion is the purest, most perfect blue color you've ever seen. Aww. <laughs> Joey loves it. This was from Lee. Finian, you taste what you imagine the color blue would taste like. <laughs> I love it. That's oh, perfect. For 1d8 rounds. <laughs> After which, you can no longer see the color blue. <gasps> no! How funny is that? Oh my gosh! Permanently? Or what a uh, funny permanently. potion. Permanently. I oh think no. this is because Nolan was saying in the Discord about how he would make a world with no blue if wow. he was the DM for me. Well, so. I, get, I get 30 more seconds of seeing the color blue. Wow. Does that mean just invisible? <laughs> I wonder if a greater restoration would fix that. We'll find out later, everybody. Wow. <laughs> I love well, it. Unknowingly taking away one of Finian's colors for the rest of his life, I will now turn... Yeah. And listen, I might not know nothing about no magic. However, <laughs> I did watch Ravi use an interesting ability yeah. that I think I'm going to copy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to turn and look at the hegemon. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to mimic 
the spell that Ravi uses on JR that removes all temporary hit points. Okay. Loses the Hegemon's max spell level. Yep. And I think there was one more thing. Uh, it takes necrotic damage, which I Ouch. will roll. Or unless you want to roll it. Uh, what do I roll? Uh, 4d8 necrotic damage. Ooh. Uh, and 18 necrotic as well. Okay. Uh, the Hegemon will lose their ninth level spell, which they have not used yet. Oh, <laughs> wow. Thank goodness. Looking what nice. a great use of that potion. Finian, it's your turn. I'm standing next to you, conscious and perfectly capable of not wanting a potion from you. <laughs> and you're going to like basically grapple me and force the potion into my mouth. Yeah. I'm healing you, Finian. <laughs> and I'm like, no, don't. I don't ask. Don't let go of me. Ah. It wow. tastes really good, though. That's a strange flavor. <laughs> oh, no. Blue! <laughs> I shout, Blue! Um, I'm blue, dabby, dabby, <laughs> Who's looking bad around me besides me? Sadiq. Sadiq. Is he, like, in really bad shape? He's in pretty bad shape. I mean, shape. I'm in pretty bad shape. First off, uh, Dergus is running around, uh, well, he only has two potions left in his kit. Uh, I whistle out, Suri! <laughs> and I point over to Sadiq, and Dergus takes off running with two remaining greater healing potions for Sadiq's benefit. Ooh, that's good, because he is really not looking good. And uh, I'm going to cast the heal spell on myself. Yes, I'm selfish, but I also know if I go down, I might let the rest <laughs> nah, of the party down. Gotta do so you gotta do. That gives me 70 points of Whoa. healing. Whoa! Wow! Right there. Ator will slam down into the group of gathering storm members, killing the remaining two that are attacking, oh. and then chomping on the uh, ones who are casting the spell. Nom, 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 nom. Mm, he will do 32 damage to them. I was also going to kill the last two Gathering Storm anti-buddies. Uh, what's going on, Joe? Tell us, give us, give us like a play-by-play -play of what's currently happening. Set up the chaos, yeah. explain what has yeah, happened. Yeah. So uh, the JR is a big blue dragon. Mm -hmm. um, the hegemon is nearby, mm -hmm. as is Edgar's corpse. Mm -hmm. uh, Sadiq is also nearby. I believe most of you are kind of in the same area. At this point, you are surrounded by gathering storm members, but they aren't attacking you. They are casting the spell. They're trying to break these chains. How many of them are there? Uh, quickly glancing around, you would guess maybe 30, 35. Oh, that's so many. And then there is, of course, uh, Ravi, who is unconscious, probably somewhere underneath JR. <laughs> And then Atur is and Atur, assaulting the... He, he's having a snack. Yeah, he's, oh. he's chomping down on the casters. I can probably casters. speak to him still. I'm speaking Draconic for yeah, the day. Uh -huh. so. Well, he can also speak common. Right. It's more fun to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go this. Right. Um, I assume the Gathering store members are kind of standing in a line, right? The ones who are trying to wake yeah, up. Yeah, they're standing in like a semicircle around the mountain on this plateau. Well, that sucks for them. <laughs> I will cast a raging wall of fire yeah. around Oops. the entire perimeter of where they're standing. Ooh. They will all need to make tech saves. <laughs> they fail. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Joey, what ninth level spell were you going to use on us? Yeah, I was curious. Time stop. Oh, oh damn. Oh. oh boy. Give the Hatchman four turns in a row. 
I don't think I could have lived that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we <laughs> all would have You're such been a dead. monster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice work, Mo. <laughs> Way to save us without realizing you saved us. Oh, wow. All right. Glad um, I got you up and running again. All of the, oh my God, all of the Gathering Storm members will take 37 oh. fire damage as they stand there trying to wake up this guy. They are on fire. Uh, yes, they are. And many are still trying to complete the spell dedicated to their life's work, though many of these lives are ending before your eyes. This is terrible. I'm standing around looking at all of this death and destruction. I am just overwhelmed at the sight of it. I mean, this is... It's a lot. This is my fault. And for the first time oh. in this entire campaign, I am really starting to doubt that decision. And all I see everywhere is death and pain and mayhem. And it's not the fun kind of mayhem. No. So I'm, I, I drop to my knees momentarily. I am overcome. KR. Well, the hedgemen, they killed my brother. So I am pissed. I'm going to look at my brother's dead body and then turn to the hedgemen and roar in their face. And as I roar, it turns into a screech at a certain point. And I guess Altor would recognize this as a, a word invented by the Malice Dragons. And I will cast Power Word Pain. <laughs> uh, con save? There is no save. Oh, If they're okay. under 100 HP, this affects them. Okay, the hedgemen just barely fails. Wow. Okay, so they are wreathed in pain. Uh, any spell they try and cast, they have to make a con save. If they fail, the spell goes away. At the end of every turn, they can make a con save to try and get rid of this. Um, all okay. attacks and abilities are done with disadvantage. The only thing that isn't done with disadvantage are the con saves. Against this spell. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then with my bonus action... I am going to try and rip them apart with my claw. And I hit four. AC 18, by the way. I got a 26. Between mage armor and shield. Okay, yeah. 13 slashing, two lightning. Okay. It is Sadiq's turn. Sadiq taps into the minds of the party. He will offer each of you tactical advice that grants you advantage on your next attack or saving throw. Nice. So in case you lose your temp HP, you still have that. It is now the Hedgeman's turn. They will make a con save to see if they can cast a spell. The Hedgeman fails. So then they make a con save to... Try and end. Try and end the spell. At the end of the turn. Okay, they passed that one. Okay. So you did time skip. You you skipped their turn, which is great. The hegemon will uh, back away from you and try and fade into the crowd of, I'm of opportunity attack. Jeez, double fours, wow. Okay. So nope. <laughs> uh, the casters will continue their spell. They roll a five, so this becomes a ten. Only two chains remain, though cracks have formed in one of them as its red light begins to fade. Mo, it's your turn. <sighs> well, now that I'm up and about and I kind of matter in this fight. <laughs> um, you matter. <laughs> <laughs> there's a part of me that kind of bubbles up that I forgot that I kind of held some hatred for the hegemon. I, I remember back in Dragon Spiral, 
seeing all of the profane in their demeaning black yeah. outfits as if not having magic makes you lesser. And in that moment, I decide, you know what? I think the hegemon needs a little bit of a butt kicking. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take off into where I saw the, the yeah. hegemon head into the crowd. Hopefully, do you want me to look to see if I... Make, yeah, roll perception. Okay. In the rain, in the, in the chaos, there's a lot going on. In the fire, the wall of fire. Yeah. Okay, I got a 15. I guess I'll roll stealth. The hegemon rolled a 13. You, oh, fi you find, find them. I find them. Okay. Um, now, just you know, I'm not going for a kill here. I'm going for a symbolic message. I'm just going to throw all of my attacks at the hegemon's mask attempting to break it as if to show these non-magic right. hands are actually capable sure. of doing something. So I'm going to use a key point. So you don't want to actually injure the... Oh, I'm going to do damage, but if it if it brings the hegemon to zero, I'm going for a knockout, not a kill. Mm. Okay. Um. Okay, so I got a 26 on the first one. I got uh, 23 on the second. Okay. I hit the third... And I hit the fourth. No crits, though. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to hit four times. Oh, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> I just start punching this mask as hard as I can, trying oh. to just shatter it on the Hegemon's face. And I deal 55 bludgeoning. Whoa. The mask breaks and the Hegemon's hands immediately go to cover their face. As you learn from Empress Kalia... They have abandoned their identity to become the hegemon, so their right. face is not to be known by anyone. Yeah, I'm going to look just really smug at the hegemon, and that's for all the people you deem lesser in your little kingdom. <laughs> Finian, it's your turn. I bell about in Draconic to my turn. We must stop the awakening. <laughs> Destroy the cultists. <laughs> He, he rears his head up and nods in agreement. He was toying with a few that he had, mm -hmm. uh, torturing them a little bit. He is still a malicious <laughs> black dragon, but yeah, he'll do better. <laughs> <laughs> do better. It looks like the hegemon is going to be taken care of here in a moment. So I see Tana on her knees in some sort of anguish or pain. And I rush over to her. At first, to administer healing. No, my HP is okay. When I get there, yeah, us. she looks like she's stunned. Her eyes have the thousand-yard stare. I, I, I go over to her and I put my arm around her, and I say, "Just a little more. Just a little more. You can do this." How much more death and anguish do we have to inflict on this planet in the sake of? What if I was wrong? What if we really, truly are the villains in all of this? Look at what we've wrought, Finian. We have made choices and so have the Gathering Storm. They've chosen this for themselves as well. And I believe a hundred percent with all my being that we've made the right choice. We know that Lagal is healing as a result of our actions and balance is being restored. We only have just a few more steps to take. Our last great fight, and then peace shall be restored to Kaithar. The, the consequence of not taking this action would have been 
many more centuries of fighting and death and destruction as we've seen in the past. I miss Heen. And I miss Kai. So do we. I'm sorry that you've lost them and that we've lost them. Maybe we'll have a chance to see them again before all is over. It's just all of these people. These were all Heens to someone. These were all Kais to <laughs> someone. It is your turn, Tana. I'm just gonna look around at all of the people that I have taken from someone else. Um, and I guess using Finian's support, I will get back on my feet. Um, I can't bring myself to attack more cultists. Um, crazy as they are, they are people. And I'm crazy, <laughs> so who am I to judge? Um, I'm gonna try and cut off the head of the snake. Um, and I'm going to send a fireball, the last one that I have uh, at the hegemon. And I will also use the last of my sorcerer points to force disadvantage. Okay. I need to end this. The hegemon fails. Yeah, the hegemon will take uh, oh, so much damage. 41 fire damage. As the hegemon's colorful robes burn and life begins to leave them, you feel a sense of justice for one of the first ghosts you ever met, for Zai, who was a profane in Dragon Spiral, someone born without magic. Perhaps in this moment you've avenged her. JR, it's your turn. So seeing that the hedgeman is down, I'm still in a blind rage, so I'm just going to turn my attention to the cultists and fly up and just start ripping them apart. Yeah, there's still... Varying attacks left and right. Okay. Swing all my attacks. One attack will be a 26 at one of them. Should I just be, like, attacking them as a group? They are a group, Okay, so I'll I'll just be attacking that group of them. So another hit. Another hit. Okay, so 21 slashing between all of them and 15 lightning between all of them. There are are not many left, only 11 gathering storm members left at this point. So you guys would just see a flurry of claws and teeth just ripping them apart, throwing them left and right. In the mud, the soil that has become damp with the blood of all of these cultists, the hegemon will bring forth the Tome of Insight in their final moments, rewriting a small part of reality. They can cancel out any one event that occurred within the last round. Oh, come on. They will choose Tana's fireball. Does Tana get that spell slot back? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's That's nice. (laughs) Do it again! Fireball! I can go to cold the hegemon. How about that? The remaining gathering storm members roll a 15, which becomes a 20 with the hegemon's help. This exceeds 100. A low rumble emanates from the core of Mount Thruma, reverberating through the air and echoing in the hearts of those who have survived. 
Then, with a deafening crack like the splitting of the world itself, the mountain begins to shake violently. There's a momentous crash that can be heard from up on the peak, hidden somewhere within the dark storm clouds. Moments later, large chunks of mountain begin to rain down onto the plateau, many tumbling down further into the ocean below. And then, silence. For a moment, everything is still. Even the wind seems to halt the rain droplets suspended in air until suddenly a torrential gust of wind blows down from the peak. So powerful it knocks everyone off their feet. It carries with it the scent of ancient earth, of wisdom and power long forgotten. As the gathering storm members stand in silent reverie, a bloodied volley emerges from the crowd. We need to go now! Hearing, I guess, a demigod wake up, <laughs> Seeing the hegemon essentially stand back up. I think guys, I think I think Volier's onto something. I'm gonna follow suit. As you sprint towards the mountain face to climb up to the peak, a wave of arcane energy materializes in front of you, forming an impenetrable barrier of shimmering force. The hegemon races towards you, already preparing another spell. Sadiq, who is running with you, breaks away from the party and instead runs towards the hegemon, as if to intercept them. I will not be able to hold this for long. Hurry! Sadiq's voice echoes in your mind with the as the familiar structure of his illusory mansion springs into existence around him and the hegemon. The last thing you see is Sadiq's determined eyes meeting yours before the doors close, sealing the two within, along with a bunch of nearby cultists. The barrier drops. You continue running. After only a moment, Valir cusses under his breath and stops. Shit, I have to go help him. Go save the world! He turns back, returning into the fray, where, up above, Ator is still unleashing blasts of acid, keeping the remaining Asimar off of your back. Now is your chance to get to Thoguth. You push forward, hiking upward until you break through into the dark clouds themselves. Faintly, you can see the rim of the mountain up ahead. Sadiq's voice once again telepathically reaches you. Have you made it there? Please tell me you have. Yes. Yes. We've made it. Ah, good. Then my part is done. The rest is up to you. Thank you all for giving me this second chance. For the first time, I have no regrets. Only pr His voice cuts off abruptly. <sighs> Severed in a way that makes your hearts plummet. You feel his telepathy dissipate, like a flame extinguished in a harsh wind. Sadiq is gone. But you push forward not allowing his sacrifice to go to waste. Before long, you ascend the rest of the mountain, and here, at the rim of the mountain's shattered peak, you realize the monumental weight of what comes next. And that is where we'll continue next week. Oh, God. Before our epic battle with Thoguth, I'd like each of you to level up to 15. Okay. Thank you all for listening to our podcast and a special thanks to our greater deities, Ricky, Linda, and Tom. Our deities, Zach, Vic, Alley Cat, Jason, Ride Andre, Mel Pomini, Kat, Pete M, Indy, and Lee. Our celestials, Ironjaw, Terry, Tasha, Nick, Virgin McClurkin, and Chris Kremkow. Our heroes, Ray Kitsune, Super Tom, 
Chris Mitowski, Soren, Vansel, and Kyleen, and all of our adventurers, and another thanks to Estyway Gaming for supplying our dice. That's all I have for today. See you guys next week. Wish us luck. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 17 and then edgar still takes half damn sorry edgar. yeah but yeah. i half that so i took ah not that bad <laughs> poor edgar <laughs> he's literally taking it all for his he's such a good looking martyr a <laughs> <laughs> hundred years from now when they tell the tale of the noodles and company he'll be the front face of it <laughs> Like, it'll be like when you have the musical group, right? And the singers in the forefront, like everyone else is like blurred figures in the background. That'll be us. He'll be like the Gwen Stefani and we'll be the rest of No Doubt. <laughs> wow. The visual. Yeah.